You're listening to Pipes, Pours, and Pals. I'm your pal, Justin. And I'm your pal, Nate. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, pretty good. How about you, man? Man, not too bad. Good. I'm loving that new intro, man. Uh, that guy did such a good job. I love the, the little pop of the, the beer pouring in the glass, and he did a really good job with the, the different instrumentals and everything. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the little lighter sound right before the song starts. There's yeah, a little kick. The the uh, Well, I already opened my yingling. I was going to pop it. I was going to, yeah, pop it like it's hot. But uh, no, that was uh, an actual, one of our listeners um, created that intro for us. Apparently he was tired of hearing the drums. <laughs> No, uh, good, a good friend of mine, uh, Josh Woods, he's a friend of the show, loves the show, um, has been great for feedback on it. He's one of the best musicians I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, he and I've played music together many, many times, uh, not only here, but also down in Tennessee and so on and on the road for work and nice. Um, just become great friends over, I don't know, 12 years or so. And, um, when I thought we needed a song for the podcast for an intro and outro, I was like, I know just the person. Well, good choice. Yeah, it's uh, it's really great. Uh, so we thank you, Josh. Thank you so much for that. You put a lot of hard work into it. A lot of uh, um, belittling from Nate and I of shooting down your ideas that you oh. sent us. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it, it actually was, he only sent us one idea before that. Yeah. And we almost went with that one. Yeah. Um, and then he sent us this one. We were like, oh, I like that one a lot better. Yeah. And then we gave him a few tweaks to do, but I feel like he had this knocked out in a few days, like with just like a little work here and there. Yeah. Like he, the first one he sent, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then he sent the next one. I was like, this is even better. And then he sent the, this one and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So, I love it. Uh, we will, uh, we'll be using that one from here on out and, uh, and until Josh comes up with something better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I give him free reign to keep trying to make music for us, and we can change it up every few episodes if he wants. I don't care. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, that could be his part in the show, is just create new intro and outro music for us. <laughs> but thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. So, um, yeah, we're jumping right into it. Uh, I am drinking a Yingling traditional lager because nice. I like cheap domestics. Well, Yingling's not really cheap, but... Cheaper-ish. I think it's the oldest brewery in the United States of America. That's because you just read it off the can. I did not. I just knew that. It's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you can actually get it in Indiana now. You used to not be able to get it. I know. I never tried it until I moved to New York, and I was like, what is this delicious brew? Um, the house that I lived at, they always had like a 12-pack of Yingling ready to go. Really? Yeah, and I didn't, I'd never heard of it, but I quickly enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was very tasty, and then when I came back to Indiana... They didn't have it here, but then everyone was like, oh, Yingling's coming to town. Yingling's coming to town. I know, like, there was, like, a black market for it. People would go to Ohio yeah. and, like, buy a truckload of it and then bring it back and sell it for, like, twice what they paid for it. They used to do it with Coors in the 60s. Really? Yeah, you couldn't get Coors, like, uh, it was, like, east of, I don't know, like, Missouri or something like that. Wow. I used to do that with ALA, and now it's in Indiana. I know. Which is not an alcoholic beverage. It's a soda we talked about in one of our previous episodes but one of my buddies that listens to the show hit me up and said that he loves the l8 i think he said black cherry or something oh, it's so gross <laughs> i was like i'm like that super value one. cherry cavendish <laughs> that i have to that i have the obligation of mentioning every episode it will never be forgotten it will never be forgotten but no the the yingling's great um it used to be very like esoterica ish 
if we had to put it in in you know how everybody just buys it up and then and sells it for astronomical prices yeah. you know those jerks that do that yeah they're I'm just sure. awful people the worst yeah the absolute worst i don't know who, what kind of person would do that just a real jerk <laughs> <laughs> i've been known to uh buy some esoterica mark it up a little bit and sell it to some people online but I mean, you you go searching for it. You spend the time. You spend the gas. It's, you're not. It's what you ask for isn't ridiculous. I feel like it's only appropriate. You're providing somebody with a service, and you're asking them to pay for your gas. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, especially right now, I was probably losing money on the gas with the gas prices. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. What are you drinking? Oh, something new and different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a bell's too hearted. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, Nate has a an, an endearing relationship with Bell's Two Hearted. I do. It's actually the I don't first know what it is. first IPA I ever had. First one that I truly enjoyed, and uh, I just keep going back to it. I, you know, sometimes I go to a liquor store and I I walk up and down the aisle. I look at all the different beer they have there available. I look at different labels, and then I grab Two Hearted and I leave. Every time I go to the liquor store to pick up some Two Hearted for you, which is been about three times now, I think. Which I appreciate. Yeah, I, he's a beer mooch. A whiskey mooch, too. And a tobacco mooch. And a tobacco mooch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave that off. <laughs> no, I'm equally just as bad at that. Um, but when I go to his house, I drink cheap beer. And he <laughs> <laughs> no, Nate never has cheap beer in his house. Uh, that's not true. I bought... Did I buy something cheap for you last time? No. <laughs> I drank All some right. sort of cider at your house. I was last time I was there. The Christmas. Okay. It was a gingerbread man cider. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think it was from Trader Joe's. Maybe I don't remember. Really? Well, you are the type to shop at Trader Joe's. So my wife shops at Trader Joe's. She's I'm... the type to shop at Trader Joe's. <laughs> she is. <laughs> does she get her Starbucks on the way there? You know what she does. Does she wear yeah. her Uggs? Sometimes. <laughs> She's got these leopard print Uggs. She loves them. <laughs> They're comfortable. I've worn them. They're nice. <laughs> Oh, man. I was actually in Starbucks drive-thru, <clears throat> I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the girl that was at the window, she was like, hey, I hadn't seen you in a few days. I was wondering where you were at. And I was, it <laughs> hit me. I was like, oh, no, I'm a basic white girl. <laughs> I go to Starbucks too much that the, that the barista knows me. She knows who I am. And it hit me. I was like, oh, man, I, I probably, probably should start shopping at like Costco and wearing Uggs and, you know. Yeah. Doing pretty things with my hair. and Wearing probably a North Face Fleece. North Face Fleece, yeah. All the basic white girl things. Don't my fight wa- it. My wife's a basic white girl. So, I mean, I could probably, if I was her size, I could just, you know. Wear her clothes. Wear her clothes, but I'm like over twice her size. So, I'm a big dude. Unfortunately, her clothes won't fit me. They do make things of that nature that would fit you, though. Mm, I don't know. We could try. We could try. <laughs> uh, get me some nice Uggs. No, I would never wear Uggs. This is just going in such a weird way. <laughs> it's great, though. We're just shooting the breeze. This is exactly what this podcast is for. It's just some guys getting together, You're enjoying right. a beer, enjoying a smoke, You're having right. a great time. You're right. You know, it's few and far between. A lot of uh, people don't have the leisure of having a place to go meet with other smokers. Right, like your basement. Like my basement. I'm, I'm l- truly blessed. I'm lucky to have a smoking lounge. Uh, I have a greenhouse where I plotted to murder. Uh, Nate in the greenhouse when we first met and I liked him so much I decided I wasn't going to kill him. Which I'm appreciative of. Yeah. So uh, don't look 
underneath the stairs out here, there is a person <laughs> currently chained up over there. Just leave him alone. So that's my next victim. Hey, we can't all be as he good. He was a cigar me. smoker, and um, I didn't really like him. He kind of seemed like a jerk. Yeah. So He sounds like a jerk. He's, <laughs> all cigar smokers are jerks. I'm just kidding. That's not true at all. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We always have a good time down here. It's true. We're going to have a great time today because we're both smoking. We have a very special, special theme planned for today. We're both smoking blends that we don't like. And I want to say, once I packed this bowl and I started smoking it, I wanted to just really articulate how much of a bad idea I realized that this was. (laughs) Once I got the char light going... And I flattened it out, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. I can't get that taste out of my mouth. This is, I... Don't spoil it yet. Don't tell them what it is. All right. Don't spoil it. It's just so bad. We have so much to talk about before we get to that point. All right. That's our hook, man. We got to push this to the end, because we got to get these people hooked first. All right. The the title of this episode is is very catching, hopefully. It may have turned you off. We may have nobody listening because of the title. Um, But I want the world to know that Jay Furman... You know, co-host of Pipe and Tamper. Uh huh. He's a listener of the show. Loves listening to this show. Seems like a really nice yeah, gentleman. He, he's mess- messaged me, giving me lots of feedback. Nice guy. He's a little more extra than Nate, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jay Furman's a friend of the show. Sorry, Jay. That was that was just a purely in fun. Um, but Jay is an East Coast guy. Tells you exactly how he feels. You know, he's not like he's not like us uh, Midwesterners where we're all like, oh, hey, howdy, how you doing today? You know, yeah. no nonsense, no nonsense. Jay's straightforward. He just told us he was like, I listen to you guys naked. I'm flattered. Like, <laughs> just let that soak in for a second. Jay Furman of Pipe and Tamper listens to us naked. I mean, like not like naked, but he. <laughs> He's not just sitting there naked. He's doing something else, right? Naked. <laughs> Didn't he say he goes tanning or something? <laughs> so originally he said he was going to listen to the uh, the podcast while he was working out. And he's like, you guys are just too chill to listen to. He's like, I love your show. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep listening. I want to keep listening. You guys are awesome. I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, which was great feedback. Uh, he's been awesome. I've gotten a lot of feedback from him. I've been bouncing a lot of ideas off of him. He's been very helpful. Wonderful guy, swell guy. Um, but he said, hey, want to let you know, I know I told you I was going to listen to you guys while I work out, but you're just way too chill. You don't pump me up enough while I work out. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I don't want some dude like grunting and lifting weights while he's listening to me talk. It's kind of weird. I, I'm into that. It's much more, much more appealing to know that he listens to us naked. Um, he said that he, after his workouts, he'll have his shake sit in a massage chair not naked <laughs> not naked he's just wiping him down who cares you know <laughs> but then after he gets done with his massage chair he goes to the tanning bed where he puts his little escudo coins over his eyes oh, yeah I saw that picture those escudo coins and gets naked and listens to pipes pours and pals hey I'm just happy that we can be there for him you know what I mean He's one of five listeners that we have. And we appreciate all, all of them. And he's naked. Hey. It's great. I'm glad that somebody can get enjoyment of listening to my voice while they're naked. 
what can I say? Jay, thank you so much. You're, I told Jay I was going to tell our audience, uh-huh. the tens of you listening, that <laughs> Jay Furman listens naked. <laughs> and I told him, no, I didn't tell him. I'm sorry. But I'm going to put it in the title of the episode, which I haven't come up with the title yet. But by the time you're listening to this, there will be a title, and it will have something to do with Jay Furman listening to this naked. <laughs> Probably won't use his name. But uh, yeah, I thought everybody in the world should know that. I told Jay as soon as he told me that, I was like, I want you to know I'm using that on air. He said, go ahead by all means. So yeah, we're um, pretty much podcast celebrities now because Jay Furman listens to us naked. I mean, Hey, now if we can get Joe Rogan, to listen to us naked. I mean, I think that, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. If you listen to us naked, let us know so we can, mention you on air i guess i don't know it's gonna be a new thing we're gonna, we're literally gonna start something new people listen to us naked i just want to be clear we don't want pictures or <laughs> like, just, just words are enough you know what i mean it's like hey <laughs> i listen in the buff and it's like all right cool <laughs> if you have you got to check out jay Furman on instagram and you have to look um not he's not naked on instagram <laughs> But there is a picture of from the shoulders up of him in a tanning bed with these coins of a scudo on his eyes. I think that's how he dries out his tobacco before he smokes it. (laughs) I'm not sure. I can just imagine. I can just imagine him now like he he's sitting in the tanning bed and he has these coins of a scudo on his eyes. And when he gets done, he takes and like, you know, rubs the coins out (laughs) the coins and then puts those in his pipe. Yeah. (laughs) And then smokes it. You know, enjoys his pipe after he's listened to us naked. And I will say, I follow him on Instagram. Um, he's got some really beautiful pipes. He does. Yeah. And a, a variety of them. He does. Yeah. He's a, he's a one-of-a-kind guy. Like I said, you know, Nate's a great friend of mine, and I learned really quickly quickly that Nate is a little extra. Nate, <laughs> Nate, Nate's got these, uh, like, the, the flat cap, and, you know, his beard's always, like, you know, prim and proper. And I, I was at his house one time and I was in the restroom and I look over and there's like this shelf on the wall with like beard balms and beard oils and stuff. And I was like, oh man, this guy doesn't like to fish. He uses all these crazy products on his beard. He wears that hat and the guys in Texas make fun of. It's true. And I was like, man, you know, I love him. He's just a little extra. And I like that. But I will say that Jay Furman, our friend, he tops you on the extra stuff, man. He's got the hair going on. You know, he's always got like the post-workout flex pictures and stuff. Yeah. I'm jealous. I got this big beer gut. And he, well, all this is, all of this is retaliatory because he called me follically challenged on Instagram this week. <laughs> but I'll, I will post some pictures so that you know I'm not follically challenged. Pictures of what? The pictures I sent you earlier today. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I immediately was like, what? <laughs> so I was I was having um, lunch with my family. <laughs> Nate's shaking his head, don't talk about this. <laughs> I was having lunch with my family. Oh, this is being recorded on Easter Sunday. And so my family's all together celebrating Easter. You know, we're having Easter fair of hot dogs and hamburgers, which is not a normal fair for Easter. But my uh, nephew, who is, he's autistic and... Um, love the kid to death but he walks up behind me and he starts rubbing my head he keeps saying no hair no i'm bald okay i'm bald by choice i shave my head every morning 
and uh, my nephew comes up and he just keeps rubbing my head and saying, no hair, no hair. And then he disappears. And uh, my mom's a cancer survivor and she still has some of her wigs from when she had no hair. Uh, Grant, my nephew comes out, he goes ahead, disappears. I don't, I, this is all done. Like I'm, I'm over the embarrassment of him telling the whole family I have no hair. And he walks out and he puts this, my, puts one of my mom's wigs on my head. <laughs> and he said, now hair, now hair. <laughs> so I will post a couple pictures of some of the wigs that my autistic nephew put on my head. It was, it was great fun. We had a blast with it today. So yeah, they were good wigs. They were great wigs. Yeah. I, uh, I never felt so alive in my life. You know, I just felt like I need to get a toupee now. I feel like I need to get You know what? You sent me that picture and I was like, is this a teenage Justin? <laughs> is this from when he was a young boy? <laughs> it's almost like a Bieber look. Like it was yeah. old school Bieber. Yeah. It had like the, the emo flip off to the side and yeah. stuff like that. It was it was cool. So I uh, hope you enjoy those pictures when they get posted. It'd be really embarrassing for me wearing my mom's wigs. <laughs> but uh, it was all in great fun today. So. But yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, we've 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 held you on long enough with the the awful thoughts of Jay Furman naked, um, and so now we're going to give you awful thoughts of one of the ideas we had, um, and this idea was given to me uh, by Cloudbear, one of our listeners, and um, he said, "Don't just cover blends that you like," and I thought about that, and he said, "Be honest." about blends you don't like. And then I really thought about that. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So naturally, Nate and I were like, we should just smoke blends we don't like on air and then tell people what we think about them. Yeah. No, that's, you told me what, what uh, Cloud said. And I've been thinking about it for a few days. And when I came over today, I was like, we should just do a podcast where we smoke blends we don't like. And we just talk about what we don't like about them. Yeah. Now, again... As we do in every show, I want to preface this by saying, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Everybody's taste is different, and we are in no way aficionados of tobacco. Um, I, Me, even more specifically, I'm such a, a, a just a big dumb dummy when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> and I'm, I know people are going to be upset about mine because it's one, I've, I've said before I don't like it, but it's one of the most, most bought most purchased, most smoked blends on earth. And you abhor it. And I hate it. Like, hate it. Like, once I packed this bowl and I put the charring light on and everything, I just regret it so much. I've actually, like, as we were talking, I just packed a bowl of something I do like because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to smoke something afterwards to get this taste out of my mouth. <laughs> I hate it. Did you pack that in one of your pipes? Or is that in... Oh, that's one of my pipes, right? I packed the stuff I don't like into one of your corncob pipes because yeah. I don't want to taint any of my delicious, <laughs> wonderful pipes with this garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, to be fair, he doesn't have this blend here with him. He, uh, in true Nate fashion, mooched some of my tobacco. 100%. And uh, then I offered for him to mooch one of my pipes because I know how much he hates this blend. And that and was very sweet of I you. I didn't want him to have to suffer through getting rid of the ghost from this blend out of one of his pipes. So uh, I had a sacrificial cob that I gave him and um, his reaction did not disappoint when he lit it up. <laughs> and Nate's been known to have his taste change on some things. It's true. And, like significantly change. No, that's true. And I, I legitimately like I have been vocal about how much I despise this blend in the past. And 
as I was packing it, I was thinking, I haven't smoked this blend in probably a year now. So as I was packing, I thought maybe, maybe I'll like it again. Maybe like, maybe I'll light it up and I'll be like, well, this is different than I remember. Like maybe this will be the situation it was with Latakia where I hated it and then I loved it. So then I thought, you know, maybe this will be one of those situations. We've gone on long enough now. I think you can tell them what it is. It's lane one Q and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Nate and I hate lane one Q. (laughs) I literally, as I was packing, I was like, maybe it'll be good because it smells okay. Like as I was packing, I was like, it smells aromatic. It smells like an aromatic. And I lit it up. You like aromatics. I like a lot of different aromatics and I do not like this at all. Like, I don't have the words. Like, I just don't enjoy it. But I'm going to light it up in a minute and get more into why I don't like it. But why don't you tell us what you're smoking? And I do want to say, like, I know that Lane 1Q is one of the most popular blends, like I said. And I do apologize for anyone who is a Lane 1Q diehard. Don't apologize. Okay. I don't apologize. I hate it. Don't apologize. You you hate Lane 1Q. It's fine. We all have differing opinions. It's true. And that's okay. I'm going to anger a lot of people with mine. Well, we'll see. Because it's an endearing brand. I will say I do love the, these people. I, I do. They're great people. Yeah. Um, I'm actually terrified to say which one I hate. And I'm not going to apologize for it because um, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Um, at least in my opinion. You might love it. I hope you love it. No, I don't. You let me try it, and I don't. <laughs> and I don't enjoy it either. When I say you, I mean the listener. Oh, the listener okay. might right. like it. All right. Uh, I mine is bacon old fashioned by Briarworks. Um, I believe it's even blended by Cornell and Deal. If I'm, I'm, I'm I may be mistaken. I have no idea. I think it's blended by Cornell and Deal. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't care. Um, again, we're not aficionados. We're enthusiasts at best novices yeah uh we really enjoy smoking pipe um and i really enjoy tobacco it's been great for my mental health um it's i'm a meditative person i find being able to come to my dungeon this sanctuary in the corner of my basement that's leaky from water like i I, it's just it's it's satisfying to me to be able to just come out down here get away from life for a few minutes light up a pipe enjoy what i smoke Smoke what I enjoy. Yeah. Forget about the cares of work. Things that I had a heavy week at work this week. Yeah. Had a really heavy week at work. Week at work. Um, had to deal with the death of an employee, and um, you know it's not easy. Um, and it's things like that that we have to deal with in life. That I find smoking helps me through. Smoking a pipe, and a blend that I really enjoy. Yeah. Gives me that time away, a somber, sometimes it's a good reflection. This week I did a lot of reflecting on this guy that I worked with and that's been with my company for a couple years now. And we all grew to love and know. And um, for me, it was a time of decompressing, but also to come down here and just reflect on the moments that I had with that guy. And um, that was cool, you know. Um, so that all, all that being said, I feel like we all have our own different things that we enjoy and we all have things that we don't enjoy. And if we have a platform here that we can say what we don't enjoy, we can all say what we do enjoy. So my opinion is just that it's my opinion. It doesn't, it shouldn't influence in any way what you like or dislike. Same with Nate's. I mean, millions of people 
maybe not millions. Millions of pounds of Lane One Q have been sold over the years. Yeah, that's very. Um, I would say thousands and thousands of people, probably tens of thousands of people, yeah, have or do enjoy Lane One Q. Great blend for some people. Yeah. Uh, number, I don't know if this is factual, but I've heard it's the number one selling blend of all time. That's what I have heard as well. Um, I used to love Lane One Q. I have a pound of it still cellared that I'll probably never smoke because I've outgrown it. I get a metallic taste from it now mm-hmm. uh, that feels like I've been sucking on pennies for, yeah. you know, I, have you ever had a coin or you've tasted like maybe you got a taste of a coin on your finger? Oh yeah, man. I like suck just on coins me- all the time. <laughs> <laughs> a scudo, right? <laughs> no, when I was, a, yeah, no, but everyone when they were a kid put a coin in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that metallic taste, that's what I get when I smoke one Q. I, I can't stand it now at this point. Uh, I wouldn't say that I abhor it, but it's just not what I reach for. Right. Um, but my blend is uh, Briarworks Bacon Old Fashioned. Uh, as politely as possible, the words that come to mind are hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. In all reality, that, that that's I, I say that jokingly. I I, I have respect for um, for Briarworks. I. Um, Everybody met there at Briarworks is are the phenomenal people. This is just not my kind of blend. Um, it's very harsh to me. Um, I bought two jars of it while I was down there yeah. for the Mealtown Pipe Show. I bought two jars. I like bacon. I like old fashions. And I like tobacco. So I thought, who could go wrong with a bacon old-fashioned tobacco, right? Um, mm, not my thing. Yeah. Harsh. In my opinion, not well blended, not very well balanced. Um, when I opened the tin, the first thing I saw was a leaf literally the size of a 50 cent piece on top. Like literally, I unfurled it right in front of you. That's this ginormous yeah, leaf. Just a huge leaf. Um, I, I don't feel like it's a great blend. You might love it. Um, let us know what you think. I'd love to know you. I, I hope there's somebody out there that loves bacon old fashioned. I hope for Briarworks sake, there are people. I'm sure they. It wouldn't be a blend. I would think if people didn't like it, if somebody didn't like it, right? Like it's got to be popular to somebody. I mean, one Q, you abhor it, and thousands of people love it. So as I'm smoking one Q right now, mm-hmm. I do get like a bit of a metallic taste, and I've noticed once I started smoking, I was really into a lot of aromatics to begin with, which a lot of people are, you know, with their the front of their journey. But I've noticed that there's like almost like a chemical kind of a taste to a lot of aromatics, especially like the bulk blended ones that have like random flavors, like, I don't know, chocolate raspberry or apple or like these ones that have these real random flavors. They almost taste like those flavors were chemically added, mm-hmm. which I've not, I've never done my research, but I, I imagine that they probably were. This one says that I when I looked it up, I think it said it had a vanilla flavoring added to it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it tastes like when you burn a marshmallow <laughs> and then you just eat just the burnt part of a marshmallow while there's a penny in your mouth. Or if somebody hit you in the mouth and you're bleeding and then you're eating a burnt marshmallow and it's just covered in blood... That's what this tastes like. It's so bad. Like I, I hate it so much. It's, I just, and I, 
I just, I really, really, really don't enjoy it. We're torturing ourselves right now for you, for you guys, the listeners, our pals. We love you guys. All 10 of you. And if you like Lane 1Q, please let me know or let us know why. What about a do you like? I'm an idiot when it comes to tobacco. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yep. So you can hit us up. You can hit me up at Indiana Nate. Uh, That's my, I'm on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, whatever, Snapchat. The YouTubes. Yeah, I'm on YouTube. Yeah, you're on the YouTubes. I haven't posted any videos yet. You have not. You have not posted any videos. Your time's running out on that uh, video response with Southern Piper. I know. I Southern Piper posted a thing where he was going to do a drawing, and if you did a video response, you have, I think, until the 25th of April mm-hmm. to submit it, and then if you did, you got three entries into his drawing. If it was your first video. and It, it would be my first video, so yeah. I've been thinking about doing that, but I haven't done it yet. But Yeah, you probably won't. But seriously, reach out. Let us know why you like Lane 1Q, because I just don't get it. Yeah, you can reach us at... Uh, pipes, pours, and pals at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach the podcast on most of the socials at pipes, pours, and pals. You can reach Nate at Indiana Nate or myself at Coffee Pot Codger. But uh, yeah, tell us what you think about uh, 1Q, why you like it, why you don't like it. Um, as far as the bacon old fashioned, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting distracted because Nate's over here like gagging. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm I'm smoke I lit up this bacon old fashioned. And the things that come to mind, um, again, we're gonna keep saying this because it's so true. We're idiots when it comes to tobacco. We know what we enjoy. We know what we don't enjoy. Putting into words why we do or don't like it. Mm, eh. But the things that come to mind for me on the bacon old fashioned, I don't get the bacon. I don't get an old fashioned. I get burnt, unsweetened tea. Like the harshest black tea you can possibly, just like, you know, you ever had McDonald's sweet tea? Yes. I'm not a tea drinker, but if I was going to drink tea, it would be a McDonald's sweet tea. It's like pure sugar. Yeah. That's the only kind of tea I would enjoy. (laughs) Aside from like, I like some herbal teas. My wife's a tea drinker. My wife grows her own tea material or tea ingredients Uh, she's a big tea fan I am not Um, and this just tastes like the harshest black tea you'll ever drink it's like if you went to like a went to a Chinese restaurant like a Chinese buffet and you ask for for like black tea like the big Lipton container you know they have at most restaurants Uh but you know that making tea is just not their specialty I love Chinese buffets like I like everything about a Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. but they don't typically do things like coffee and tea very well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like prepackaged stuff that they brewed in a coffee pot usually, and then poured into the big serving container. Mm-hmm. Not great. I mean, I see what you're going here, but I feel like tea was invented in China. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, there's a lot of things that were invented in China, but I wouldn't say that anything in a, in a Chinese buffet, like, is real Chinese. You go to Yummy Buffet in Muncie. Yep. There's not a single thing in at Yummy Buffet in Muncie. Never go to the Yummy Buffet in Muncie. <laughs> that place has been shut down so many times from the health department. <laughs> I don't know that many things about Muncie, but I know not to go to Yummy Buffet. We, we call it Yucky Buffet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
their cookies and cream ice cream is top notch. And their black tea is awful. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I get. I just get like harsh, overly brewed, like they poured too much of the um of the actual tea in it and they use too little water. Like just way over brewed. I know exactly way overcooked. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean now when you say it that way. There's like when you when you get really, really strong black tea that's not brewed correctly. Yes. There's like that weird taste in there. I know exactly I mean, the same thing as coffee. Like if you overbrew coffee you put way too much grounds in and you put too little water. Yeah. You use like a really poor version like the Sam's Club version that's not quality coffee. Mm-hmm. And you put way too much in that kind of like ashy, burnt, strong, offensive flavor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is to me. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It sounds delicious. <laughs> it sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just at my parents' house this afternoon. My mom brewed a pot of coffee and she made it wrong because she was distracted. And it was awful. Like it was just like you drink it and like your eyes like squint shut and you're like, you like lips pucker a little bit. You're like, Oh, what, what, what did you do here? What did you do wrong? Yeah. How do you ruin coffee? I mean, McDonald's does it every day. They ruin coffee. So does Speedway, but yeah, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Am I being too harsh on, on bacon old fashioned? It's not good. So no, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I, I don't think you're being too harsh. The I first bowl of it I smoked was in the lounge at Briarworks. Yeah. And I think I told you I wanted to go ask for for a <laughs> refund to see if I could switch it out for something else. It's just awful. Yeah, it wasn't. And I bought two jars of it. <laughs> hey, That's $32 in tobacco. You live and you learn. Yes. Yeah, I know. I got plenty of blends in my cabinet that I don't care for. So I, and again, I don't mean this as a bash towards Briarworks. I, I, I love the guys at Briarworks. They were great. They were phenomenal hosts. Amazing company. Yeah. Absolutely amazing company. Um, Pete. The, I think he's the founder of it. Seems like a phenomenal guy. Yeah. I don't know who actually blended this. They probably love it. Not my cup of tea. All right. No pun intended. Different folks, different strokes. You never yeah. know. Yeah. So, I mean, some people like cheap domestic beers and some people like IPAs and are wrong. And I like cheap domestic beers, too. You don't enjoy any of the cheap domestic beers at my house and it hurts my feelings. I like Yingling. I can drink Bud Light. <laughs> um, I just don't like Coors or Natty Ice. Like, <laughs> I mean, I actually don't really like Michelob Ultra either, but. I'm going to disagree. I. You think I do like them? No, I'm. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you don't like them. I'm just telling you, like, there's this Mexican restaurant by my work. I've talked about it before, but. A 34-ounce beer, a Michelob Ultra for $4. You can't, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. (laughs) Mexican food with a cheap domestic. Just saying. Match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. It's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's our our awful blends. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It is what it is. Yeah. Can I give a shout-out to a blend that I don't hate? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so... I just made this up as a palate cleanser to get rid of that taste of lean <laughs> one cue from my mouth. But I tried for the first time this week a Maltese Falcon from GLPs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to dive into this more, but I've almost gone through this entire 10 in a week. And this stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, it's got great 
it's just got a little something special, like a little something, like a little flavor in there that's a little different that I, I really, really like. But mm-hmm. uh, just a, a quick shout out to a, a, a blend that I don't hate, Maltese yeah. Falcon. It's a new one that I just started just smoking, and I really enjoyed a lot. Yeah, by all means, uh, light it up and talk about what you like about it. I am um, looking for something to light up here myself. I think I'm going to have some more of this We Three Kings because I, I love it. I think I smoked this last episode and told people how much I loved it. Yeah. Well, the Maltese Falcon, if you read the can from GLPs, it says stylish, dark, and alluring. Generous quantities of Cyprian Latakia are blended with matured Red Virginia's exotic Orientals and just a little bright flu-cured leaf to offer deep, full-body yet silky smooth and intriguing sweetness, enhanced by a discreet and mysterious spice. Maltese Falcon possesses an exquisite balance, a wonderful all-day English-style mixture. Now, I've been, since we started doing this podcast, I've been doing a little more smoking than I used to. I used to smoke maybe like three or four bowls a week. Not not a, a big, big smoker. Um, but lately I've been smoking about twice a day. Usually like once on my way to work and once on my way home from work. Is that and- why your voice is deeper? Yeah, it gets deeper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, this last week, I've just been smoking nothing but Maltese Falcon. And I would have to agree, I do think it's a, a generous all-day smoke. Like, I really, really do enjoy it. And I don't know what the mysterious, um, let me see exactly what they call it here. Enhanced by a discreet and mysterious spice. I don't know what that is, but I do, like, I've smoked a lot of English blends lately. And this one is reminiscent of a lot of different English blends, but then there is something a little different in there that I'm, I, I have to say, especially on the retro hill, I picked it up, but I really, really enjoy it a lot. And it's much, much better than one Q. I smoked a bowl of it earlier before we started recording. Yeah. And, uh, it was pretty good. I, so Nate and I are keeping track of, so last episode we did the, um, seven day desert Island blends. Um, yeah. Or seven day diet. Desert Island rotation, sorry. Um, so we decided we're going to keep these lists visible. And then as we go through and record more and more episodes, if something gets to the point where it knocks it off the list, we're going to do that mention, right? Yeah. I think it's cool. So people can keep seeing how our, our tastes have changed. Oh, yeah, I love that idea. Um, that being said, this one would not take the place of anything I mentioned before on my list. This one is a really, really good blend. I do enjoy it, but I would not remove any of my blends on my seven-day Desert Island list for this one. That's for sure. Likewise, I I enjoyed it. It was a little too floral for me, a little perfumey. Um, like that. What's that? I like that. I like the, like the floralness, okay. the, the perfuminess of it. Yeah, and not my thing. I'm yeah. not a big uh, perfumey. Um, I don't like that about some English blends. But it wouldn't take anything off my list either. Um, um, if you bumped it to twenty list or a uh, list of twenty, I'd definitely. I might it might put it in my top twenty for sure. Honestly, no top twenty for sure. <laughs> I don't say maybe in the top ten, but mm. I don't know. It, it no, I'd have to really do some soul searching. See, old Toby's not on there. I'd put old Toby in my top ten. Yeah, I'm not even an aromatic guy. I keep saying that, but there's quite a few aromatics on my list. And you're smoking aromatic right now. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, you're right. You're like, I'm not an aromatic guy. I just really like aromatics, and that's what I smoke generally. <laughs> I wouldn't say generally. I, I, know. I smoke a few English blends, but that's mostly what I smoke. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't Prince Albert and Carter Hall considered aromatics? Yeah, technically, I think they are. Yeah. I consider them burly blends. Yeah. They're, they're on the edge. Of glory. Amazingness, for sure. I can't ever hear someone say, on the edge, and immediately not start singing that Lady Gaga song. I... Mm-hmm. You didn't get that reference when I just made it? Nope. I'm on the edge. Of glory, and I'm hanging this one with you. You're gonna edit this out. I'm absolutely not <laughs> editing this out. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not. Well, anyway, it'll cost you. It's on the edge. <laughs> well, I feel like it's a pretty good episode. Yeah, it's been good. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed doing the the roast. <laughs> That's a lie. I did not thoroughly enjoy it. No, uh, it was miserable. I don't think I would ever want to do this again. I don't ever want to do this again either. It's terrible. I don't mind telling people like what blends I don't enjoy, but I don't need to smoke them again to remind myself of why I don't enjoy them. Yeah. I said I wasn't going to say sorry, but I really feel like I should say sorry. Yeah. I'm not I, going to, though. I'm not going to either. Because even you have nobody to say sorry to, though. I mean, like, Lane. Herman, Lane, Herman Lane's dead. <laughs> like, it is what it is. That's true. STG doesn't care anything about your opinion. That's definitely true. Not that. Pete at Briarworks cares about my opinion either, but <laughs> also true. He's still alive and well. Also true. He's probably not listening to this. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some nasty. We're going to get nasty lettuce. <laughs> Did you get that reference? Was that Harry Potter? No. Veggie Tales, man. Come on. What? Stop saying that. We're going to get nasty letters saying, where's my water buffalo? Why don't I have a water buffalo? (laughs) Everybody's got a water buffalo. Yours is fast and mine is slow. Where do we get them? I don't know. But everybody's got a water buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. Veggie tales, man. Oh, you can tell we were raised in conservative Christian homes. (laughs) Cartoons for Christian kids. Mm. Involving vegetables. Mm -hmm. Talking vegetables. Mm -hmm. Eerily funny. Great humor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not like, not like uh, King of the Hill humor. No. Not that good a humor. King of the Hill is classic. It is classic classic, humor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it for us, guys. We so enjoyed having you guys uh, come back and enjoy in our lounge with us, smoking a pipe again next time. And, uh, Tell us what your least favorite blends are. We would love to hear from you. Yes. We would love to hear. Ease our guilt. We can't be the only ones that have blends that we abhor. Yeah, don't don't leave us alone in these don't trenches. Don't leave us, yeah. Don't don't make us fight these battles on our own. Again, you can reach us at pipespoorsandpals at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach the podcast on most of the socials at, at pipespoorsandpals. You can reach Indiana Nate or Nate at Indiana Nate or myself at Coffee Pot Codger. Have a great night. You too, man. Goodbye, everybody.